This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1531. Yes is the new no by Ira Israel of iraisrael.com. And I'm Justin Mollock, the guy that reads you articles or book excerpts every single day, including holidays, for over four years, covering personal development or self-help, how to live a better life, and a lot more. It's always with permission from the authors or websites. Just hit the subscribe or follow button in your podcast app to get new episodes for free. Today's post being from Ira Israel. So let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Yes is the new no by Ira Israel of iraisrael.com. There's a wonderful sketch in Monty Python Live at the Hollywood Bowl where four Yorkshire men are trying to best each other regarding who survived the most indigent and treacherous childhood. Douglas Copeland referred to a similar phenomenon that occurs at AA meetings as one downsmanship. There's a new game in town in relation to busyness. If you observe conversations closely, does it seem as if there is some sort of tacit contest regarding who is busier? For instance, you tell a friend that your day was jam-packed with back-to-back meetings, and she tells you that she had to fly the organ donor helicopter to Santa Inez and back twice to save two Nobel Prize-winning rocket scientist twin sisters who both needed kidney transplants. And you think you had a busy day? I've noticed that a large percentage of belated email responses I receive include the words crazy busy or some derivative thereof in the first two lines. If I were writing in German, crazy busy would already be one word. Of late, I've been on the receiving end of that phrase so many times that I'm certain it'll be included as a single word in the next edition of the OED. Of course, the ultimate manifestation of crazy busy, the emperor's new clothes, is to not receive any response at all. Those non-responses are from people who are so many clicks beyond crazy busy that they're overwhelmed, totally swamped, crushed, inundated. And then when your paths casually cross at yoga or Whole Foods or Starbucks, Their faces light up as they rush past you exclaiming, I know I owe you a call, I've been crazy busy. Let's get together next week. Granted, through many years of studying and traveling, I've met some pretty high-powered human beings. Yet dear few of the people floating around my orbit have full-time 60-hour-per-week desk jobs. Most of them are self-employed freelancers, yoga teachers, artists, writers, filmmakers, musicians, therapists, and other types of rampant do-gooders. If I met someone who worked 17 hours per day, seven days per week in the Foxconn factory and he said, crazy busy, I would understand. If I met someone who was weeks away from finding the cure for leukemia after 20 years in a laboratory and she said crazy busy, I would concur. But if you're self-employed, I think the term crazy busy is relative. The problem is that busyness has become part of personal identity, how we get our sense of self. 
11 years ago, David Brooks wrote of the new bohemian bourgeois class nonchalantly trying to gain social status by besting each other with exotic vacation destinations. Oh, you were in St. Bars for Christmas? Antigua is so much less sceny. I think that busyness is a new status symbol that people use to measure themselves against other people. When was the last time you heard someone say, I sat in bed for the last week eating licorice and watching TV and didn't think he or she must be unwell? Ever hear the phrase, I wanna be a human being, not a human doing? And this is how yes has become the new no, because many of us have become human doings. Since the invention of multitasking, Descartes' cogito ergo sum could now be translated as, I'm crazy busy, therefore I am. We're all so crazy busy that we double book, flake on meetings, cancel the last minute via email, text important messages that shouldn't be texted, pregnant, driving on freeway now, gotta stop smoking, sucks, we'll call later, and wield caller ID like Luke Skywalker wielding a lightsaber. Swoosh, swoosh. Oh, Joan's calling, probably just a whinge about her cat's hairball. Making wait, I'll call her back later. Right now I'm crazy busy. But when crazy busy becomes your way of being in the world, later too often becomes never. So yes is the new no because people say, yes, let's get together next week, to your face. But after sundry emails and texts trying to schedule a place and time to actually meet, they give up and actual human connection flitters away into the ether. Should I mention personal integrity? Should I mention creating your reality by being your word and showing up when you say you will? I dare not, I dare not. I recall hearing the phrase many years ago, on your deathbed, your inbox will be full, meaning that there are perpetually things to do, things we think need to get checked off our ever-growing checklist. We delude ourselves into believing that texting and emailing allow us more time to get things done. And we delude ourselves into believing that we're really connecting with people through these new media. Sans facial expressions, sans smells, sans body language, sans touch, sans eye contact. Are people living happier and more fulfilling lives since technology has enabled us to do more? Or more precisely, to do more things at the same time and be crazy busy? Or are people increasingly stressed out due to overstimulation, due to being overconnected? Let's not allow yes to be the new no. Let's make an effort to engage in authentic and compassionate communications. Let's not fool ourselves into thinking that interacting on Facebook or Twitter will help us get our emotional needs met. Let's take out our earbuds when we're in a restaurant or cafe. Let's show up for the human beings in our lives with face-to-face interactions. Let us stop hiding behind our thumbs and fingers. The eyes are the windows to the soul, not the thumbs. So put down your iPhone, put down your Blackberry, get up from your computer, and make a real connection with a fellow human being today. Because you don't want your tombstone to read, was crazy busy. You wanted to read Beloved. You just listened to the post titled Yes is the New No by Ira Israel of iraisrael.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you to Ira. This title reminded me of a Derek Sivers post from very, very long time ago that I narrated way back in episode 44, I believe. And I thought this was gonna be like the opposite view of that article, which was basically saying that we should say no to more things to make room in our lives for things that actually matter. But I was wrong. 
Ira is saying don't allow yes to be the new no. Don't say yes and then not follow through or take on too many things causing yourself to get overwhelmed. And also a good stance on technology in general in this article. Make sure we always keep that in check. But anyway, I don't wanna summarize the article. If you wanna hear that good one from Derek, that's way back in episode 44. But that'll do it for now. Thank you for listening and being here and for subscribing to the show. Have a great rest of your day and I'll be back tomorrow as usual where your optimal life awaits.